Orange and the Central West, 105.1 Triple M. We're brought to you thanks to Harvey Norman in the Orange Grove Homemaker Centre. In the studio with me, it is the member for Orange, the state member for Orange is Phil Donato. Phil, good morning to you. Good morning, Gilly. How are you? Going well, mate. Uh, we are inside the wire now, just uh, less than four <laughs> weeks to the state election, mate. How's things? Yeah, yeah, going well, thanks, Gilly. Obviously, it's pretty busy and it's it's like a bit of a, a marathon, you know, the last few months. And then that obviously intensifies as you get closer. And the last month's really just flat chat. Pedal to the metal and get to the finish line come uh, Saturday, 6 p.m. Saturday, 25th of March. Yeah, put that in your diaries, ladies and gentlemen, because you will need to go and vote for our state representative. Now, some of the issues, the big ones, there's been a government palliative care announcement uh, mm. in the, uh, last week. What have they suggested? Yeah, we only spoke about this last week, Gilly, but um, the government came out this week and announced an additional uh, expansion of the current palliative care beds, dedicated beds, the two dedicated beds to include an additional two beds. So there was always the capacity to surge into those additional two beds. And that was happening pretty much all the time anyway, because those two beds were at pretty much 100% occupancy. So this is a journey that's been going on for a long time, many years. Jenny Hazelton, Orange Push for Palliative, and myself, since I've been elected, we've been really passionate about getting dedicated beds. And we've we've moved it now, just within the last couple of months, we're sort of focusing on the hospice, the 12-bed hospice. uh, And that's still what we're focusing on. Certainly it's welcome. Um, but it's not nowhere near enough to what we need for a town with the demand that we have. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, um, you know, it's it's not really anything additional than what we already had anyway. This number of 12, yep, is that enough palliative care options for a town like Orange, for a health hub like Orange? Is 12 the number? Yeah, well, that's what they've announced recently at Tamworth and, okay. and speaking to, to people in, in the palliative care field, 12 would be... Uh, for a town our, si- our size and with the vision of growing in the future. Uh, 12, and it's not just end of life necessarily, it's people who may be palliated, but um, they may come in for, they're not necessarily at the end of life stage, the last few days, they can come in and give their family some respite. They can come in three or four days, um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and then go back back home, back back to where most people want to be, um, to be quite frank, but not always can be. Yeah. And, I've been down this journey yeah, personally with my yeah. mum uh, some years ago. She, mm. She's not with us anymore, mm. but uh, it's a tough time. It is. Yeah, a it tough is a tough time. It and, is a tough time. And no there's doubt. some relief in all of this, and and any relief is is respite. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And similar to my dad as well. We've last year we lost my dad last year, and we, he he would never want to go to hospital. Mm. You know, he wanted to stay home, and he and he stayed home till the end. And the palliative care community team were able to treat him at home. But there were stages where he had to go to hospital during that time. But yeah, yeah. yeah, much needed, much needed. Okay. All right. Keep us across that now. Some great news here. And uh, she's turning into very quickly one of our favorite daughters, Amaret Zelinski. She's the Orange yeah. Local Woman of the Year, as you announced last week. Yeah, Amaret Zelinski, um, founder of Central West Mums. And that's been going for about a decade now. And uh, she formed that, um, formed that organization, that group and it exploded on social media with her Central West Mums and uh, it's now there's Mum Fest and there's Central yeah. West Mummy Awards and all yeah. these things. And it grew out of a need that she saw from moving into Orange and not necessarily having a network here and um, having a young family and, and the, the, the challenges that a young parent or young family or carers have moving to a new area where, the, where they send your kids to school or preschool, what doctors, what school, what sports, what schools, all those questions that someone new to an area really doesn't know where to turn to. And it provided this social network of, of contacts and has grown, uh, organically grown to thousands and thousands of subscribers, both on her social media platforms, but also on her website. Mm. 
and it's uh, the, the feedback's been uh, from from ladies and carers that I've spoken to throughout the community. And this is why I chose Amaret. It's been that it's been a, a much needed, um, you know, asset into our local community. A filled a void that many people coming and moving to a new area. And let's face it, since COVID alone, we've had so many people move into Orange from the city and uh, may have moved away from families and don't know where to turn to, don't know who to ask. And this provides a pretty basic level, simple to access, um, great local people being involved and helping and, and forming these networks and these relationships and supporting other women and local carers and local families in the process. So was was delighted to announce Amaretta as our local woman of the year and she'll be uh, accompanying me down to Sydney for the breakfast on the 9th of March where they picked the New South Wales Woman of the Year. So okay. she's in contention for that. So let's see what happens. All right. Fantastic. All right. We talked about the campaign trail. You're heading out mm. to Cabon next week. Yeah, heading out to Cabon. And uh, there's a couple of grants that have been announced too uh, as well. So heading right across the electorate. In fact, um, Parks, Forbes, Cabon. But uh, there were some local sports grants that were announced as well. Um, so there was $10,000. These are grants that come through my office uh, for writing for the disabled. Okay. Uh, another 10000 for the Orange United Sports Club. Trundle Rugby League Club, they got $10,000 for improvements to Berryman Oval out in the park shire there. Uh, the Orange District Soccer Club got just under $5,000. Manildra, I'll be heading out to Manildra. The Amateur Swim Club, they got a grant for $4,500. The Forbes, uh, sorry, the Parks Bowling and Sports Club, $2,275. The Parks SSAA, $5,000. And a very special grant for the Orange Girl Guides. A premier's uh, a discretionary grant from the New South Wales Premier, uh, following some formal representations I made on their behalf, for some kayaks and some trailers to convey their kayaks. This is some big money. $22,000 and a shed to store all that equipment wow. in. Wow. So uh, great news for the Orange Girl Guides. Um, uh, Possum, uh, Yvette McRae, Yvonne McRae, uh, yeah. who runs the uh, uh, Girl Guides down there, very passionate. Um, supporter of the Girl Guides for many, many years, uh, you know, approached me and, and following a discussion, we made some formal representations to the Premier to seek some discretionary funding and Dominic Perrottet uh, <laughs> came came through with the money, which is fantastic. All right, $22,000. Well done to the Orange Girl Guides and uh, well coordinated by your good self. I'm with Phil Donato. He is the State Member for Orange. A busy man at the moment, but I thank you for your time, mate. Thanks, uh, Monday Gilly. morning, get into it. We'll you, talk to you soon. No worries. Thanks very much. Take care.